Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. everyone, Jean Ginsberg here. Welcome to another episode of Listen by Jean Ginsberg. And today, another guest, we actually have a very exciting guest, someone I've been following on LinkedIn for a very long time, Mark Metry. How's it going? Jean, I'm doing really well, and I appreciate you for inviting me. And I've been following you for a while, too, on LinkedIn. So it's it's great to have this uh, space together. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm definitely looking. I mean, I see a lot of your content, but I always love chatting with people a little bit more personally and just understanding more about them and kind of what their mission is. So, yeah, I, I'd love to learn more. And the first question I always ask my guests is tell us about your background. Yeah, so you know, I'm a I'm a son of uh, immigrants from Egypt. I grew up on the East Coast in Massachusetts, Boston, and uh, um, you know, I got pretty involved in like uh, the internet in like 2008 when social media was becoming a thing. Uh, was always like a entrepreneur for most of my life, um, and for me, I think like a really notable part of my story that I always try to touch on is. Um, you know, I always had social anxiety growing up. I had no idea. It was just sort of like camouflaged and disguised under, oh, I'm just like a quiet, shy introvert. Um, and it really wasn't until I was about like 18 years old where I had different businesses that were making like six figures. I was making a lot of money. I actually enjoyed doing it. And, you know, next thing I knew, I sort of like spiraled down. It's kind of hard to talk about. Um, where next thing I knew I was, I, my social anxiety turned into like social isolation. I started to like abuse food, different substances. Next thing I know, I became like seriously depressed. Um, I became obese for a time and I was actually like suicidal. And, you know, this all happened when I was 18 and it was really a time where I was like, you know, wow, like all these different, uh, like external accolades that I'm chasing, they don't really mean anything if my brain, if my mind isn't working properly. And so ever since then, I, you know, started this mission of like, how can I learn more about my social anxiety? How can I reverse it? How can I rewire my mind and my brain? Um, over the years, you know, I started different businesses. I started a podcast that I think at one time was ranked in like the top 100 called Humans 2.0. Um, and then over the years, I've sort of like transitioned trying to talk more about my story, trying to talk more about social anxiety and shyness. And, you know, I work with different entrepreneurs. I work with uh, athletes, professionals, young, old people to really help them manage social anxiety and help them be themselves in front of anyone without like their nervous system, giving them so much stress and they feel like they can't do it. So um, yeah, it's a little bit about my background. Awesome. Well, I'm, I know that it's difficult to share these kinds of things, um, but thank you for sharing. I appreciate that and, and uh, sharing that with our audiences. Um, so what are you doing now? Do you have a business or are you mostly just working on like your book and your podcast? It's a good question. So, you know, for me, uh, 
in like March and April of this year, um, I just started to get like this overwhelming feeling of like, I have to go all in on, on this and what I'm doing. And so I actually, I actually like shut down like my podcast LinkedIn marketing business. And I just decided to like focus full time on this, just working with people uh, one-on-one working with organizations, trying to help like their introverted, shy employees. Um, I also have like an online program too. That's like self-paced, self-automated that people can take. Um, I also have a book called Screw Being Shy. Um, I also like advise some different startups, some different nonprofits in this kind of area category too. Um, so yeah, it's definitely been a, it's definitely been a transition I've been working at over the years, but um, I just decided to kind of make this my full-time hustle, so to speak. <laughs> awesome. Wow. So yeah, I mean, I love that because now you're just, you're, you create a purpose, uh, something that you really want to help people with and you're making a, I mean, that's what you're spending most of your time on. So tell us about the book. Yeah. So, you know, I really decided to write this book because uh, the year before COVID in 2019, I, uh, I basically did like a speaking tour and I was invited to speak in like mostly every single major city in the U.S. And what was really interesting is I noticed like this pattern and, you know, I'd get up on stage and like, I think half the times I would speak at like a marketing conference. The other half was more of like a mindset leadership kind of an event ordeal. And every single one of those events, after I had finished talking, um, you know, like, you know, as a speaker, like people ask you questions, people try to talk to you or like take a picture or whatever. And I noticed that in every single city that I went to, there would always be at least one person who would walk up to me and maybe they like, maybe they would stutter a little bit. Maybe they would look down. Maybe like I could tell like their fingers were shaking. Um, They were blushing. They were sweating. And they would ask me the same exact question. They would say, Hey Mark, how did you go from someone who like faced debilitating social anxiety to then like be able to, be yourself, go on a stage and like talk about your story in front of hundreds of people. And like that happened in every single city that I I went to where I was just like, I I need to like write a guide. I need to like write a book that can teach people like, you know, here's the root cause, like here are the different steps. Here's the different layers uh, based on my story, based on like the science that I've been able to research, uh, excuse me, based on the science that I've been able to research Um, and so, you know, I decided to write and honestly, like I tell people all the time, like, I'm not a good writer. Like I honestly didn't, didn't even want to write a book, but I was just like, I I have to do this. And it didn't even like align with my brand or like for marketing or forever. And I was just like, I need to write this because I literally spent years, um, in like, honestly, what I feel like darkness where I just had to learn this stuff either from myself or through just like hours and hours and hours of research. Um, And then like through my podcast, my former podcast, Humans 2.0, eventually that started to get like millions of downloads. And so many people started to reach out to me and asking me for help. And so I started to realize like, oh, wow, I actually kind of stumbled on something here. This is actually like a huge problem that many, many people face, but not a lot of people are talking about, or like most of the solutions out there are not clear or don't make sense or aren't sort of written in a common sense way. Um, And so, yeah, I I just wanted to write the book for that reason. And it's also like an audio book too on Audible. And, um, and yeah, it's been, it came out, it came out the day 
at COVID shut down everything <laughs> in like March wow. of last year. So it was also like a marketing kind of disaster as I'm sure, you know, you've also experienced and everyone else too, but. <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, um, thanks for sharing about that. Um, I guess the question is, what would you recommend to someone who is, let's say someone who is listening to this and who does have anxiety, you know, you mentioned about the book and people coming up to you and asking you, so what would be some pieces of advice that somebody, you know, someone is listening who can take back into their life now? So, yeah. So, you know, for me, um, you know, and, and this definitely depends, obviously not everybody is the same. Um, but one of the biggest things that I've learned is that a lot of the times, like people in this space will sort of talk about like your mind, your mindset, uh, like your thoughts, uh, like your confidence levels, things like that. And of course, all that stuff is important, but like personally for me, what I found is that if you have like an underlying, um, like issue with your brain, if you have an underlying mental health problem, like no matter how much you try to get your mind straight, no matter how much you try to have a great mindset, um, it's just not going to give you the best long lasting results. And so what I mean is what I found is like, if you can focus on like repairing and trying to create the most healthy environment for your brain at a physiological biochemical level, then a lot of the times, then your mind, your mindset will follow. And like, what I've learned is that people have these different, um, like brain health issues, whether it's anxiety, whether it's depression, whether it's insomnia, whether it's social isolation and whether it's substance abuse and that brain health issue will like rob you of using your mind. And so one of the biggest things that I talk about is like, trying to repair, rewire your brain through health. And so, you know, one of the things, for example, that I can say is um, like in the mental health conversation, a lot of times people talk about like neurotransmitters and they'll talk about like, you know, your brain has these different neurotransmitters and they basically help fight different functions in your mind. They basically run your life. They control your mood. They control your appetite. They control uh, how lonely or how connected you feel to other people. It's very complicated, but one of the neurotransmitters that is often talked about when it comes to anxiety and social anxiety is serotonin. Um, and, you know, like a, the Journal of Neuroscience put out the study and they basically said that there's four ways to increase serotonin in your brain without drugs. Uh, the first one is making sure that you get enough sunlight because what they found is if your brain can't produce enough vitamin D, then all sorts of bad things start to happen. Um, number two is like physically exercising and then also doing things like yoga, uh, being mindful of your breath. Number three, probably the biggest one is your diet. Um, like what they found is that based on the food that you're eating, like your brain, your body cannot produce its own amino acids, which are the basic building blocks of these neurotransmitters. And so that's probably the biggest one of like making sure that you eat a healthy diet as in like nothing processed or as much as you can, nothing processed, something that has sugar, nothing that has like weird chemicals, um, things like that, trying to focus on eating like vegetables, fruits, dietary fats, like all that stuff has been shown to be really helpful. Um, and then last but not least doing different things like mindfulness, meditation, um, therapy, uh, being able to like be in different relationships where you feel safe and you feel connected. Um, those are different ways where you can like help to rebuild your brain and, and, you know, it's incremental, it's not overnight, 
But I found that at a basic level, if you can give your brain the foundation that it needs, then it'll grow. And like an analogy that I gave in my TEDx talk was basically like, you know, imagine like you're an iPhone and imagine uh, like the physical hardware of the phone, like the processor, the motherboard, imagine that's like your body, like your brain, your nervous system, the physical organs of your body. And then our software, which is like our mind, our thoughts, our mindset, that's like, you know, the iOS version of iOS 13. And basically the analogy that I make in my TEDx talk is like, even if you have the world's best software, like from Apple, like iOS 15 or whatever they're on now, if you're trying to install iOS 15 on like the iPhone two or like the original iPhone, that's like super slow hardware. Like you can try to hit like that install to, uh, to, you know, update your software, but your phone is still going to be super slow. It's still not going to work. And so I sort of think of that as like your brain and your mind. And I think again, like your mind, your mindset is very important, but I often find, especially like in today's age, a lot of us have sort of neglected our brain because you can't really see it. And a lot of the times, like there's a delay on effects. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I would say is like, if you can take care of your brain that houses your mind, that is the physical organ that houses your mindset. I think that'll give you much longer lasting results, like at a real genuine level, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I think this is great. I, and I love your analogy about the hardware and the software, because it's true. You can't, no matter what you want to do, you can't put like iOS 15 on like, you know, a phone that's uh, iPhone two or something like that. So that's, that's great. And, and thanks for sharing because this is good. I, you know, I, I think something that we definitely don't talk about a lot in our society and in, in our community about mental health and just small things that you can do every day to, to help your mental health. Um, Cause I know we all struggle with it, right? Even if we're not maybe have clinical depression, we all struggle with mental health issues even if everything is working normally, right, in yeah. our bodies, but it happens, and we just all have to deal with it at a, you know, at one point or another. And so it's good to to hear all of that. So I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. Awesome, yeah. And so um, before we wrap up, uh, one question I always like to ask our um, guests is a kind of a wild card question: is what, okay. is, your, what is your prediction for the industry? And that could be specifically for what you do, or it could be self-driving cars, terraforming Mars, you know, robo robots running around and, and, you know, messing everything up. What do you, what do you think is going to be happening over the next, you know, five to 10 years? Yeah, that's a, that's an amazing question. Um, you know, there's really so much I can say, but I think overall, when it comes to like mental health, like I think now, like we're all sort of like understanding um, that, like, kind of like what you said of like, Hey, like depression doesn't necessarily look like some person who's like sitting alone in like the dark crying like right. every single day, like you could literally go to work every day and be fine. Um, and so I think like over as a result of like the different years and really because of COVID, because of the lockdown, because of like the, the terrible effects that's happened, um, it's really going to force like our entire society to look at mental health. Like, you're like, if you live in a developed country, statistically speaking, you are more likely to kill yourself than to someone else killing you, which is like, has right. never happened before in human history. And so yeah. I think we're just going to go more inward. Um, and I hope, you know, I hope a lot of money 
goes to this stuff. I hope there's a lot of like a well-intentioned dollars and expertise that can help people like deal with the root cause, not just trying to like suppress the surface level, the shallow, but to get to like the real root cause, because there's so many people who are hurting, whether they're CEOs, whether they're people who go on TV, people who we think are like at the top of our society who have everything. Like if you don't deal with your mental health, which I always remind myself is like, it's a, it's fundamentally a different skill set than like how to be successful. Like it's a, it's just a different skill set. Um, and so whether that's education, online education, I don't know, the government, I have no idea. I just hope there's more resources, more expertise to get people, especially early on to like understand the root cause and some of these basic concepts to where they can start doing these things a little bit every day so that 10 years from now, you know, they don't end up like suicidal or with different problems and they can address it. So I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but I mean, I hope to God that that, that happens because we definitely yeah. need it for sure. We do need it. Yeah, I, it's true. And I, I think there is a lot of that could go in that direction if we don't fix it. So I, I definitely hope it goes in the right direction. So um, awesome. Well, this was a great conversation. You know, we don't talk a lot. We have a lot of, a lot of time, things that we talk about here are kind of technology based or entrepreneurship based. So, but it is important to talk about mental health too. It's a big piece of, I mean, it's huge. It's a part of our life and it's not something that we can just, you know, sweep under the rug. So I really appreciate you bringing this to the light and sharing this since a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this podcast. So they, you know, this might be helpful for someone. Um, so thanks so much, Mark Metri. This has been a great conversation. Um, last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, thank you so much again for having me on the show. Um, and thank you to everyone out there for listening. What I would say is the best way for people to contact me is if you just go to my website, uh, M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y.com. Um, and right when you go on the website, you'll see like an email uh, box. And what I would say is if you put your email in there, I have this email newsletter. I just talk about educational, informational things. And then you can respond to my emails and it'll go a message directly to my inbox and I respond to everybody. So that's the best way where people can get in touch with me. And thank you so much again, Gene. This has been awesome. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for being here. And um, I love seeing your content on social media and LinkedIn. So and a lot of good, um, a lot of good content for, for mental health. So thanks for sharing.